All right, uh, so I'm starting right now. Uh, <laughs> I I think this is episode seven, so if it's not, we can correct it. But welcome to episode seven of this podcast. I'm Isaac, of course. Um, I'm the only one that stays the same. <laughs> I'm the same today as I was yesterday. It will probably be tomorrow. <laughs> is that heresy? Anyways, uh, <laughs> just a bit. We'll we'll have church discipline later or something. I don't know. Uh, but now that that's in there, um, this is episode seven. Uh, I have a guest this time as well as always. So, without further ado, introduce yourself, your name. I don't know, and we'll go from there. Just your name first. My name is Kevin. That's that's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike my roommate last time, he spills like his first, middle, and last name. I'm like, I don't even think you've told me yeah. your middle name before. I here's was my like, full okay. name. Here's my social. Here's my. Uh, I could give you my social. I have it memorized. Wow, it's, it's in there. Look at that. We're being adults here. Yeah. So that's the first thing. My parents were like, "You need to learn your social security number because you need to be able to rattle that stuff off." And I was like, uh, "Okay." So I did it. Um, anyways, this is Kevin. He works at Sweetwater. Um, so tell us about your Sweetwater job. (laughs) (laughs) It's interrogation time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what do you want to know? Just like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to tell us everything. Just what do you do? Okay. So it started off when I was two years old. No, I'm just Uh. kidding. (laughs) I work in sales. Uh, so I do a lot of... At 5.59, you have the cat thing go off? <laughs> 6 o'clock. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, it's got one he's, more. He, he's in sales. He yeah. works at Sweetwater. That's really what I'll do. So, I mean, I, he sells things? Yeah, I'm like a consultant. So I, I design and create a lot of systems for, for places. I work with a lot of churches. Like that's a lot of my business. And so... Mainly just a church will call up and be like, hey, like, we need a new sound system. And it's my job to figure out, like, what it is and how they, like, actually use it and what works best. So, mm-hmm. that's my job. So, I actually, I was thinking about this on the way over here. I actually don't remember how I met you. So, do you remember that? Like, I know, like, the general connections, obviously. But My I don't best remember. guess is that, like... I feel like you guys just stayed over at our house. That's probably at some it. point. Well, like I was traveling with Life Action, and so was your sister, mm-hmm. and we were on the same team. And I bet we we probably just came over. Well, because you guys went to song. Sweetwater a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So we like Sweetwater. Actually, a lot of people know about Sweetwater. Like I'll talk about it in Kentucky, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a really big store." And I'm like, "It is." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else they want to want you to know. Uh, so basically, tell us about. Uh, I'm kind of interested to hear about your life action time as well. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what you thought you were getting into when you were like, yeah, I'll do a podcast. I just you, but... thought it was going to be random. Oh, this so is... far it's working out right. Good. That's what I like. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I traveled with a group called Life Action Ministries. They go all over the, the U.S. hosting conferences and churches. Um, so... Three out of the four years, I was worship leader, team manager, tech director. I drove their semis. So I did a lot of different stuff. 
Um, it's pretty cool. Through them, I've also been like overseas and like got to do a lot of trips with them there. I'm going overseas with them in a couple of like in a month to go to Finland again. I've never been there. So me neither. So that should be pretty cool. Granted, I've never been anywhere. Been to Kentucky. In Ohio. Nice. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia is cool. A lot of nature here. Let's try this out. Okay, so for our snack today, he's already trying it, but basically I got Martinelli's because if you know me, I love Martinelli's. You're coughing on it. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll get it. I don't think I've had it on the podcast yet. I know I've had like apple cider, but I don't know about Martinelli's specifically. So I got Martinelli's apple juice. And if you know, you know, I love it. And then I also got Snyder's off Han Hanover. What is that? Snyder's mean? of Hanover. Oh, not off, <laughs> off Hanover. <laughs> Dipping sticks pretzels. I and I got spicy queso from on the border company. I love their chips, so I figured their queso is probably yeah, equally as good. good. What do you think? I haven't tried it yet. I thought I saw you take a little, little bit. I, I dipped my finger in it, okay, but I wanted to try it with the pretzels. Oh, with the pretzels, yeah. So I hope you know that I will never eat these pretzels, so you're gonna keep them. <laughs> You know, a friend of mine got me some pretzels the other day, too, so now I'm going to have two bags of pretzels. <laughs> I mean, I can take them and I'll eat them on my drive tomorrow, but, like, I don't really, I don't, I eat pretzels with peanut butter in them. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try, well, I've already tried the apple juice, but we'll try everything. What, you have napkins? I don't even have napkins. Well, I do. Good for you. I have to say it's pretty good apple juice. Yeah, what, how would you describe it? Well, I was telling you earlier, it smells weird, but it tastes really good. I think it just tastes really natural, which is their whole thing. Mm -hmm. It says, you know, no additives or anything. And I read the ingredients, and it is <laughs> literally just apples. It's so good. So props to them for it. that. So they have sparkling cider. Ooh, and on the, that is on the side of it, it just says 100% apple juice, no alcohol, because it looks like... yeah. I don't know, like it would be hard or something, but it's really good. Uh, I like it because it tastes like you're eating an apple. They also have unfiltered version of it, which has like all the, the pulp and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that is so good. A lot of fiber and a lot of cleaning of your system, but it's really good. Well, so if you need I, a clean system, but now you understand why, why I got you a whole bottle. I'm like, I'm not sharing. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna try this pretzel. Okay. I'll get one. Don't look at me. This might be a lot of dip. Mm. It kind of... Did you ever try those, like, little dividing packs that had, like, sticks and, like, cheese in them? Yeah, I love those things. That's what this reminds me of. It's like my childhood. I like it. I'll say this is definitely my first time eating pretzels and queso. Really? Yeah. Never done that. It's like a daily occurrence. If I ever see pretzels. <laughs> first off, I have a lot of cheese. This is a daily occurrence. <laughs> I have cheese everywhere. I have all kinds of different cheeses. I have queso cheese. I have block cheese. I have shredded cheese. Both. What's, what's your favorite kind of cheese? Well, wait, 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 wait. Oh. 
first shredded cheese is both Mexican style and I don't know, like regular yellow kind. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't taste a difference. It's all cheese, but it's so good. And so basically, I like queso the most because you can dip it with chips and pretzels and everything. Mm. I would say this queso is pretty good. Some friends of mine and I, we went to a, a Brazilian steakhouse like a month or so ago. Just kind of just as a friend group go down, <clears throat> celebrate some time together. And uh, one of the things that they had was they called it grilled cheese. But it wasn't like a grilled cheese sandwich. I was about to say, I was like, you know, that's just a regular thing, right? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't a grilled cheese sandwich. It was literally a mozzarella block that they grilled the sides of it. So the sides were crisp, like a little bit crispy, but the inside was still gooey. Ooh. And then they drizzled honey over top of it. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Wait, so there's no bread? No bread. Literally just cheese. Oh, it's just grilled cheese. Yeah. That makes sense. What did you think about it when you saw it? Well... I knew it was probably going to be good because everything at that restaurant was good. It was Fogo de Chow in um, in Indy. So everything there is good. But I was kind of like, all right, never just had a block of cheese before, especially with honey <laughs> on top of it. Was it like spicy? Mm-mm. I hope it was sweet. Was it, was it really like, good. Was it like Swiss cheese or something? It was mozzarella. Oh. Did you say that already? Maybe. I'm not very good at listening. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. That's why you're the host. <laughs> That's fair. I will get better at listening. So, I think the biggest thing I wanted to talk about, because I think we're both pretty big into it. Well, first off, the office, but not right now. We can maybe do that at the end. But... I don't know. Just a couple of movies that are coming out recently, like here recently. So first off, I kind of want to get like a. This is like going to be our my first official movie review type thing Uh-oh. on the podcast. So you're welcome for joining me in that. <laughs> this is so hard where I'm supposed to say thanks. You don't have to, <laughs> and you never will. <laughs> We're not talking about DC today, though. We're going to talk about Ant Man, obviously. Because that's the most recent one. And obviously we're going to go into like more other movies too. Because like if you've been watching the MCU, it's kind of all knit together. Mm-hmm. So you can talk about one movie for sure, but you kind of have to talk about all the movies to get into it. So with that said, if you've never watched the Ant-Man movie, there's probably going to be a lot of spoilers. So don't listen to this until you've watched the movie. This is my... Uh, or watch um, it and get our version of the spoilers. Yeah, that's true. Or you don't have to watch it and just listen to the spoilers if you want. I was kind of upset that they put that thing on Endgame where you couldn't spoil. I mean, you could spoil it if you want to. Yeah. But I was like, man, this is making me want to spoil it even more. <laughs> anyway, that's the spoiler alert, um, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, without getting into it too deep, what did you think of this movie? I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and we've talked about this a little bit, right? Already, but which this is kind of why I didn't want to like talk about it a whole ton. So yeah. I kind of like just didn't <laughs> say anything because I was like, hmm, I want to talk about this at some point. 
But podcast. Yeah. So if I felt if you felt like I was ignoring you, I wasn't. I was, well, I was, but like not because I was just like didn't want to talk to anybody, just because. Well, that's I, that's good. That makes um the nights that I was crying by myself because I felt like um you were ignoring me. <laughs> just make, makes those nights feel a little bit better. I can't take it back, but it's okay. Yeah, well, it makes it more worthwhile to cry now. Right, exactly. Because you know I have a plan. Right. <laughs> so next, if I ignore crying. if I ignore <laughs> anyone's text, it's because I'm planning to do a podcast with you. <laughs> there you go. You have it. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty cool. Um, one of the things that I had like been thinking recently is ever since it. <laughs> Ever since Endgame, uh, most of the Marvel content has been kind of a little bit more humorous, and they've been doing like a little bit more, just trying to keep lighthearted movies. Like Love and Thunder is obviously meant to be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Plus, like I think with that, there's no direction. Like there's right. no direction, and so it just kind of appeared like <laughs> they don't know what they're doing, which is basically what you heard every critic say. Yeah. And that's just how it felt with all the movies and all the shows. Like, I think the only show that seemed to have some seriousness to it was Loki. But that's also because Loki was setting up Kane. <clears throat> and so it makes, you know, perfect perfect sense. So I was really excited to, like, see Ant-Man and especially see the trailers. Because it looked like, okay, this is actually going to be some kind of serious content. Going to be setting up some important things. And it did. I feel like it should have probably been longer, or at least been a two-part movie, because mm-hmm. they tried to pack a lot into, especially like even the end credit scenes. They yeah. were packing a lot of stuff a into those. Ton of stuff like, into that. Oh my gosh! Like you could spend, you should have spent like fifteen minutes on like the first end credit scene, mm-hmm. like explaining what that is. Like, because I mean, my brother was just like, "What is this?" And like literally on the car ride home, I was just like explaining, you know, like. These are all the variants of Kang, like, right? Yeah, and trying to help understand, and that, and like, part of it is the problem is he hasn't seen the end of Loki, so shame on him. That is shame on him. <clears throat> Which brother was this? Daniel. Okay, yeah. Andrew. That makes sense. I don't think Andrew's seen it. Uh, he's seen the movie, but he hasn't seen Loki. I don't know if he will. Maybe he has. Maybe I'm speaking for him. But even that second end scene. Like, there was so much to unpack in that, uh-huh. you know? I'm really hoping that this is going to mean, like, there's a second season of Loki. Yeah. You know? And that they're going to bring that out relatively soon. I'd like to see him come I think it's come summer. Back. Is I, think, it, I think it's, it's is there due a for date? summer. Yeah. No, there was a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, even back when the first season was released, they had a date for it. Oh, good. Um, they're going to do that show, because they... Kevin Feige just came out and said, like, they're going to chop most of the shows off because he wants to focus just on movies now. Really? Uh-huh. And I think that's good because if you, like, have been watching the movies, I think a lot of people have been disappointed. Mm-hmm. So I think he's trying to actually, like, address that now. Plus, like, we're, like, three years out of COVID now, so it's kind of like, we need to get back to where we were with movies. Right. <laughs> and I think part of them have been pretty good. Um... I mean, I haven't really seen any other movies besides Marvel movies in theaters. 
I think the last one I saw was maybe Batman <laughs> last year. I watched the second Avatar. I was not very impressed. It uh, was the same thing that. as the first Avatar, but water. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just watched the first one not too long ago, and... <laughs> People were getting mad at me because I was hating on it, but then I was like, I'm also watching it on my MacBook Pro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like this the whole time. I have the screen right in front of me. I'm just like, and I just thought, I, the thing I didn't really like about that movie, and we'll get back to MCU stuff, but like the thing I didn't like about Avatar was like, they kind of just dropped you in the middle of a story yep. and didn't really explain anything. And I was just like, what the heck am I watching right now? Well, and like, obviously I got the general idea, but at the same time, I was like, I don't care for these Avatar people at all, because number one, you really haven't told me anything, and so, I don't I don't know. I think the other thing that makes me, because I mean, the thing that you hear about the most about the Avatar movie is people's talking about their experience with it in theaters, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh man, like when I saw this in theaters, it was just so amazing. And I don't know, in my mind, it's like, well, does that really constitute... It being a good movie. Right. Because, like, there are movies out there which, of course, yes, seeing them on the screen, like, makes it so much better. Top Gun. Top Gun is one of those. Or even Quantumania, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But still, there's these movies that, like, I can think of Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, I saw it in theaters a bunch. And it was awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've also watched it outside of theaters. And I still love the movie just as much. And so... Like, if, if the only thing that makes the movie good is how amazing it was in the theater, well, is it really a good movie? Or is it just a good, like, visual piece, you know? And I think that's part of it. But at the same time, like, the reason I didn't go see the new one is because it's like, they literally haven't made that many advancements in technology to, like... Because that's what the biggest thing was like, right. oh, is it going to look any better? Nope. And to me, I was like, I don't really think it is. <laughs> it didn't. So, I was like... I don't really think that justifies seeing it if it's just going to be, you know, number one, the same as the first one, and number two, like, there's nothing going to be really that new. No, it wasn't the same. Water. Obviously. But, like, I meant, like, effects. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, back to the MCU. I kind of, I liked it a lot. It made me really feel like an old Marvel movie, like, maybe, like, phase two kind of Marvel movie. Which is like what uh, Iron Man three mm-hmm. era through Age of Ultron, or even the first Ant Man. I think that's when they cut it off. Um, it kind of made me think of that. The one, well, we'll. So here's what we'll do: we'll talk about like, what we really liked about it, what we disliked about it, and then kind of like rate it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I really liked it. So that's pretty much it. I thought it was enjoyable all the way all through. Right, so. <laughs> Thank um, you for listening today. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it all the way through. Like, I've watched it three times now. And every right. time, yeah. Nice. Um, I watched it opening, like, Thursday night, Friday night, and then just today. <laughs> so it's pretty fresh on my mind right now. Yeah. Oh, did you go with Yeah, okay. yeah. That's like, cool. Daniel, my dad was like, hey, you want to go see Airman? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one I want to see is Creed. But, like, my dad hasn't watched the Creed movies. I watched them this weekend. Yeah, well, so oh, it was so funny. So I mentioned them to you, and you're like, I don't know about this movie. Yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, he clearly doesn't know what, <laughs> what this is. Yeah. Anyways, um, so my sister also hadn't watched them, and so we watched them Friday and then Saturday. 
that she wanted to go see it on. She wanted to go see it last night, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like, I can't handle that many movies in a row anymore. Yeah, definitely need a break in between now. Yeah. Well, so I did this thing when uh, I think it was Infinity War came out, where me, my sister, and one of her friends watched. We were, we were going to watch all of the movies from phase one to, like, where Affinity War would yeah. pick up. Ugh, it was so many movies. We watched we watched all of phase one, and then most of phase two, and then we were like, we got to do something active because I'm just done. Yeah. So, I think, I, wa- I went and hung out with, like, Chase, and then they, like, hung out together or whatever, which... Um, or my mentor, I should say. Um, because it was like before a retreat or something like that. So he had some stuff to get ready for a retreat. And I was like, sure, I'll help. Because I kind of want to stop watching TV. Yeah. You just kind of feel gross. And I was like, what have I done today? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. We so, did the same thing. Yeah. With a friend. He had never, like, Endgame was coming out. Uh-huh. And this is when we were on the road. And we had this kid on, the, on our team that, like, was super sheltered. So, like, he'd do nothing about anything. And so, our whole team was going to see Endgame because we were super stoked about it. And he was like, I've never seen any Marvel, like, ever. And so, we spent pretty much, like, two or three days that week. And we didn't watch all the movies. Uh Just the essentials. But just the essentials. Like, I, you know, I kind of planned them out a route and was like, okay, you need to watch Iron Man. You need to watch Avengers. Mm-hmm. You need to watch Civil War, you know, like these these core movies that like are gonna play a part to or everything else. You can kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, Thor of the Dark World. <laughs> Did you make him watch that one? No, <laughs> we might have skipped Guardians. I don't remember if we had time for it or not, which I wish we had. Mm-hmm. That's a really good movie either way. Yep, we um, might have watched Ragnarok just because at the very end of it. Well, that brings you right into right into Infinity War. Yeah. So that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, so what we said, what we liked about the movie specifically, what we disliked about it specifically, and then rating the movie. So like, what did you like about it specifically? Like digging into it deeply. I like that they gave Paul like more of a mature kind of role. Mm-hmm. And like seeing him handle more serious threats. And I thought that was pretty cool because... I mean, you know, Paul, like Ant-Man, I don't think is ever going to be able to, you know, truly fight the big, big bads, you know, like Thanos or, or you know, Galactus. They tried, they tried or, to make know. that already, or the fans did, and they didn't do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that'll ever happen. But I like that they're kind of giving him more serious things to tackle. And, and handle things. That was really cool. Um, I like that they put enough humor in it, though, that there was there was small breaks in between now and then that just kind of let you... Like, when they're all... He gets captured by the, by the tribe, and they're speaking in that language he doesn't know, and he doesn't know what they're saying, and he's freaking out, and then he drinks the goo, and ooze. then you hear the ooze, <laughs> and they're literally just saying, drink the ooze. Like, that's pretty funny. And then, you know, the little blob guy's like, everybody did it. Yep, yep, he. So, that's pretty good. I think 
I remember seeing that that little blob character is actually the guy that plays like the Russian technology guy in the first two movies. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so even though he wasn't in it, he was still in the movie. Um, yeah, I liked that. I also liked... Uh, I liked... Uh, well, one of the things I like about Paul Rudd is he can naturally be funny. And so like... When you have Chris Hemsworth, who's played more of a serious character in the first two movies, and like you switch him, right. it just doesn't feel right. Right. And Paul Rudd is just like a naturally funny guy, and Same he has he has like, like really, yeah he has like really good chemistry with everybody on that set. Um, yeah. So like like it just worked really well. Michael Douglas is really good. I think he I don't think he wants to do any more Ant-Man movies though. Probably not. Um, I think he said he would do it if they killed him off. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. Fair. Um, I was kind of surprised that no one died. That was kind of what I thought was going to happen when, you know. Right. Or they were going to get stuck in the quantum, quantum realm again. So I was kind of surprised about that. But one thing I really liked about the movie was like, um, I thought they did a good job like wrapping it up and kind of like the possibility of like him still being there. Obviously, it was more serious, and I also liked, uh, uh, I don't know, I liked, uh, I just liked the whole thing as, like, a whole, like, it was just, yeah. it was, like, a feel-good movie, but also serious. I like the mystery behind Kang, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the interesting thing, like, if you look at Thanos, obviously, when he first appeared in the Marvel Universe, they, they put some mystery around him, and, you know, kind of. They explain. also, yeah, they but, also didn't give him like a story. But it didn't take very long for you to know who Thanos was, what he was going after, and you know, if you know anything about like the Marvel world outside of MCU, it's pretty easy to understand. Like, okay, Thanos, Infinity Gauntlet, that's what's going on, mm-hmm. and uh, that's really cool. But I like how Kang. Yes, they're giving him a little bit more of a backstory, and you know. I'm not a huge fan of the shows as a whole. I like the movies more, but I like what they did with Kang, where he's still kind of just sitting on the edge of the Marvel Universe. Like, he's there, and you know something's wrong, but you don't know what's wrong. Well, because it also, like, the first time he appears in Loki, it's like, you you basically are like, is he good or is he bad? Right. And, like, that's, I think that's the question they want you to ask when they, you meet any of his variants. Like, they want you to feel off about him. Exactly. But they also want you to be like, does he have a point here? Like, that's the whole big thing with Loki. Like, you see both Loki variants, like, struggling with that. Like, is he right or should we just kill him? Right. <laughs> and and then, that was the yeah. thing is, like, the, you know, the king was the, the protagonist, or not the protagonist, the antagonist in Ant-Man. You know, he's obviously the villain. And you know you're trying, you're hoping he loses, but he keeps making these small comments of like, "I'm not the worst one." Well, just saying like, "I'm the only one that can stop them," mm-hmm. and I'm the only one trying to stop them. And you learn that he got banished because he was trying to stop them. And it's like, "Well, stop them from what? Like, right. what are these other kings planning on doing?" But then you, you know? also have to think about and like, this is why why I like how it's all connected. Like, you have to watch everything to understand. But like. The one in Loki, I thought, I might have to rewatch it because it's been a little while. But I thought he was also claiming that he had made the time thing. 
like the in, the one timeline, and then the one in this movie was also claiming that. And so I was like, hmm, like which one actually did it? Because obviously, like this one was killing off timelines to make the one timeline loop. Right. But like, oh my gosh, I just thought of something else. What if, like, when she touched the ship, and she saw like Kang destroying things? D- could she see other Kang variants doing that? There's a good chance she did. Because, like, remember in Multiverse of Madness, like, you can dreamwalk into other people's, like, beings or whatever. And so, like, do you think she was seeing other Kangs do that? Yeah, she probably saw all of them. Oh my gosh. Like, I just thought about that right now. And I was like, oh. there's so many layers to it. Like, Kang. exactly. That's, that's what makes Kang such an interesting character. And we don't know a lot about him yet. Like, you know. We see him, and obviously they're going to play more and more and more into that in the next, you know, upcoming phases. But we still don't know like why he is, like what he's doing. We just know they exist, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like something specific that I really, really liked. Um, I didn't know how I felt about Bill Murray. Like I thought he was going <laughs> to, I thought he was going to play a bigger role, and then we just found out like, oh. She was, he was just like a love interest type thing for for Janet and that was it I was like this is so weird like I don't and then know he got killed it. yeah I know that's why I'm like I don't know how I felt about this he was in the movie for like two minutes and, and I was like oh, alright whatever and they made like this big thing about him being in the movie and I was like oh okay it's funny how they do that sometimes I really liked uh, I really liked the beginning and the end I really like the end where he kind of like thinks about yeah. what he's done. Kind of like how you saw Loki think about it. Like deeply think about it. So I was, I'm kind of curious to see if like how they bring it back up. That whole um, monologue he had with himself at the end where he's like, yeah, everything's fine, right? Like we did kill him, right? Like we trapped him. Then again... Ah, no, everything, like, that That was really well done. I, I also think that really just sums up his character really well, too, because he's, like, t- he's, like, one of those people that's, like, doesn't want to think too deeply about it, but also, like, he thinks about things deeply, but, yeah, at the same time, he's just, like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I'll just focus on He's just going to roll with the punches, like, whatever comes, comes, you know? I was kind of surprised either him or Hank didn't die, but also, there, I think... Well, someone did die. <laughs> <laughs> Rest I, I in guess. peace, Modoc. <laughs> hey, shh. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know if I like it or dislike it yet. My or Mackenzie told me that she literally could not stop laughing whenever he came onto this screen. <laughs> but that's not surprising. It doesn't take much for Mackenzie to start. Laughing. I just, I just thought that was a funny point. I was like, <laughs> I can see you doing that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but it, I thought, I thought even his character was well done. Um, I would like to see Modoc in later movies, but like at the same time, like I thought it was fine for what they did. Yeah, I thought they wrapped it up well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my younger brother didn't like it just because he's like he really didn't add anything to the plot. But I, I don't, I don't really. Even I thought care that he one. was he was almost comic relief. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I thought so. Like, guess he was you know a villain, but. Anytime you saw him, you just kind of chuckled. And so I think it was trying to just I think make it's a little bit just, light. I think this is just like every time you see him floating around, whenever he doesn't have he's, his helmet down. And he's flying. He's just like zooming. <laughs> when he first shows up and he's, you don't see what it is, you see like the saws going out. And then like 
you see like him appear out of the smoke. You're just like, what is this? And then he opens the helmet. And, and you're like, like what oh, the wait. heck is this? Hey, you remember me? Because they gave us like a little. I think. I think in like the first trailer they gave yeah, us. Yeah, they a gave us peak. a little peek. He showed up in the trailer. Yeah, and I don't know. I tried to find it again, like when I watched the trailer again, but I couldn't find it. I think it was the second one. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Because I remember you and I talked about it, and like, was like, "Did you see Modoc?" Like, yeah. (laughs) But I liked it. I thought that was good. So my uh, biggest dislike was just time. Really, I felt like. Do you think it got cheated out on time? Well, no. I thought it was a good, good movie, and they did a good job with what they had. I just wonder, like, how much discussion was in play of like, should this be a two-part movie, or even like. I mean, I don't know. If I sat through it, and you've sat through it a couple times. If that was a little bit longer, I don't think I would have been like, "Man, this is a long movie." I think. Well, no. So, like, that's my biggest thing with this movie versus like Black Panther that just came out. Mm-hmm. My problem. Great movie, by the way. It was good, but it was so long. Like, it was unnecessarily long. Yep. To the point where, like, I literally thought to myself and looked at my watch, like, "Is it over yet?" Yeah. Uh, I liked it, but again, it, like. It just made me like the first one more because, like, they they did really well on the first one. It's not my favorite personal movie, but, like, the first one, like, I can't say is a bad movie. Right. Like, it was, it was really – the pacing was really good. Michael B. Jordan was really good. And that's one of the reasons I like the new one because, like, they kept him really hidden in that one. Yeah. And, like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like That was a really cool twist. I wasn't planning that. Yeah. But I think – yeah, I agree with, like – they could have given it like 10 to 15 more minutes and it would have done really well. They could have either spaced out like how fast they jump into the quantum realm a little bit more because like that happens within the first like 15 minutes. Um, The pacing felt a little better than like all the previous movies. Yeah. Um, But like there was still like an issue of feeling rushed. I felt like it's more just there's so much to unpack right because we we never really explored the quantum realm before Uh like they've gone down but that's all they've ever done right so so they went down in Ant-Man 2 Uh well they they even went out technically went down in number one but then we find out in this movie that he he couldn't get past the subatomic level or something like that and then he gets stuck in it right at the, which is another interesting thing. He got stuck in it. Right. And I'm, I think they mentioned him being stuck in the subatomic thing again. Oh, subatomic? Okay. Because, like, or sub, subatomica, I think is what they called it. But, like, because, like, he wasn't where Kang was, obviously. Right. And so, like, there's different layers of it. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I don't know what else. Like, they went in, they went in an infinity or endgame. Um, so like trying to figure out how like what's the difference between like where do you find the time loops like do you have to be specifically looking for time loops like I don't know I didn't think the time loops were in the quantum realm I thought they were they exist somewhere else they have to because Kang was banished to the quantum realm so he couldn't interact with the time loops yeah but like didn't they use didn't they use because they use the quantum realm somehow Oh, to go through time and yeah, to I feel come like out. it's more like a slingshot kind of a thing where you get put in there. Because obviously Kang else. is using the the quantum realm to travel too. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. It's so there's like you said, there's so many questions that you could ask still about it. 
I feel like that's just one of the things, though, because it's the MCU. You know, when you look at the comics, you have plenty of time and space to actually really dive into these things and explain it because every superhero has their own comic issue coming out and they can all take the time to explain stuff. And then there's the main, like, comic path. Mm -hmm. And so you have really a lot of time to sit there and dive and explain and, like, explore what's going on. But I feel like because it's the MCU, we're, we're stuck with, like, time constraints of, you know, two hours, three hours. The, the Quantum Realm is probably just going to be one of those things where it's like, yep, it's Quantum Realm. Accept it. It does these things. And they don't really have the time to really sit there and try to explain, like, what all this stuff is. Mm-hmm. Especially if they start bringing even more and more in, right? Like, I think the thing that I keep forgetting about is I'm, I, I keep thinking about what are they going to do with the Avengers... Because all these other ones have gotten knocked off, and so now we have Rip, <laughs> Rip, but and so now we have the Young Avengers that they're obviously building to be the next team, and, and I, I think new team of actors that are going to be here for a while. Uh-huh. But then also, I keep forgetting, but like now they own the rights to X Men, so they're going to bring mutants in and handle all that. They kind of touched on that in the Black Panther too, mm-hmm. you know, kind of introduced that whole concept. They own Fantastic Four, so they can bring that in and. You know, and once Reed Richards gets introduced into the into the MCU, I mean, he's going to basically be the next conceptually like Tony Stark in the kind of idea of like super genius who can invent these things that just last and are right. super impressive. Well, because like the original Kang variant is like a descendant of, or he's related to Reed Richards mm-hmm. somehow. What's his name? Um, something Richards, obviously. Uh, I forget his name, but like essentially, like they're related somehow. Yep. And so I think when does that movie come out? Does that movie come out before the first? Like, isn't Secret Wars before um, Kang Dynasty? Because I think I Kang think Dynasty. Kang is the Dynasty last is the last movie that we know of right now, isn't it? Yeah. So I think it goes Secret Wars and then Kang Dynasty, which I'm interested to see what they do for Secret Wars. It might just be like. Honestly, they might do, like, a Thunderbolts type thing and, like, have, like, their kind of secret Avengers type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, focus all your main ones yep. for King Dynasty. That'll be interesting to see. Because they've, they've never done that before, like, where they have, like, two different Avenger movies with two different plots coming out year after year. Right. Whereas, like, the one before was basically, like, a one, one big part, part one and part two. Mm-hmm. So we have... Let's see. New World Order's coming out in a couple months. That'll be cool. Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll be interesting to see. I don't, I'm don't. i not super interested in the plot. I just kind of want to see what they do with it. So Fantastic Four is coming out before Kang. It's coming out next year in February. Oh, really? I didn't know it was yeah. next and then, year. And then May. May is when the Kang Dynasty movie comes out. And then Secret Wars comes out after... Let's see. Yeah, and then Secret Wars comes out way, like, a year after Kang. So, with that in mind, I bet the Fantastic Four Uh are going to play a critical role in taking down Kang. I wonder, I'm interested to see if it's going to be more of a, like, an actual, they get a lot of screen time role, or if it's going to be what they did with Captain Marvel, where, like, 
she plays a critical role because she takes down you know Thinnis's entire ship and also fights him. Even though it's stupid, I don't know. I'm not gonna start that, but right. <laughs> but she showed up, and I was like, she still played a critical role. So it's it's a question of like, are they gonna let Fantastic Four? play a critical role like Captain Marvel did in Endgame, right. or are they going to give them a lot of screen time and they're going to kind of take the center core part of this, you know? So it looks like, well, it looks like this year they're having a lot of shows. So, Secret Invasion is the first one, which will be interesting, I guess. I don't, I, I'm kind of, it's kind of, I don't really know what's going on there, so I'm not really interested in it. With the scroll in the creek? Yeah, yeah, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, supposedly. So you have that one, and then Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Echo, which is that lady from Hawkeye, which I'm also not really interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was kind of like how I felt about Hawkeye. I enjoyed Hawkeye to kind of give us, like, a little bit of a break from all the big stuff happening. Right. But, like, I'm not really, like, Mm-mm. there has to be something pretty big in order for to get people to watch that. Because even, like, She-Hulk, it was like... Oh yeah, you get Daredevil introduced, but like nothing else really happens. Right, yeah. Nothing exciting really happens. And like the ending of that show was so weird. I'm just like like I get that's what she does, but at the same time, like it just didn't feel right. Or like I never finished the show. I just didn't I didn't It was really just you don't have to. Yeah. Um just know that Daredevil's there. (laughs) And that's all we really watched that episode. (laughs) Um and then you have Loki season two. In the summer, so that one's coming out in the summer. Uh, you have the Marvels, which I'll probably see once. I never watched the Is Miss it a Marvel. Movie? It's Is a it? movie. Okay. So it's going to have Monica Rambo, the Carol Denvers, and that girl. Because I never watched the show Miss Marvel. I heard it was really good, and I heard it did a lot for the mutants, like introducing that side. Right. But I never watched it personally, just because I, I wasn't either. interested in it. I probably should. If it involves the mutants, I should watch it. I should I should watch it, too. Uh, I just I was like, I don't really want to watch a show about a, a middle schooler. Right. Um, uh, and then Blade, which I thought got pushed back. And I don't know if that's going to be a movie or a show. I thought it was going to be a movie. Ironheart, Daredevil, Agatha, which might be interesting. Because I'm kind of still wondering if Scarlet Witch is still going to be alive. Right. Because... I really hope that she didn't last just from Age of Ultron to Endgame and now she's dead. Right. Because <laughs> that's kind of sad. Like, she's the most powerful of them all and, like, she gets killed in Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> so, and then uh, Captain America. So that's, I think that's all the ones for this it'll year and cool next be, year. It'll be cool to see what they do with Strange too. Yeah, I heard that they're going to do a third one. I think. I don't know when. But. Well, let's see if they bring him back for this whole Kang interaction. You know? Oh, yeah. And then there's also, like, the thing is, is, like, I think the problem is, is there's too many things that we're interested in, like Spider-Man, and then, like, also Deadpool, and, like, we just want to get to those movies, <laughs> we don't really care what they're putting out right now. Right. Like, I'm like, t- just tell me when the next Spider-Man's coming out, because that's the biggest thing that we don't know. Like, it's right. really vague. And so we're like, tell us what you're going to do with Spider-Man. Tell us what you're going to do with, like, I don't know, people like Doctor Strange. Like, the people that still have a huge influence in, like, the original Avengers team. Right. And we just don't know. You know what would be really interesting? I don't know if they'll do it, but, you know. They might. You know, Tom Holland, he, you know, Peter Parker gets erased from everyone's memory. Right. 
at the end of, of No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And it'd be very interesting if during the whole Kang ordeal, like, he comes to help fight this, you know, but then Kang and him get to have an interaction, and, and Kang kind of explains, like, I can bring their memories back. Oh, that'd be so that'd be so weird. You know, or, or like I can put you in a timeline. Or what if? Well, that would be more of like a Andrew Garfield thing. Like I could put you in a timeline where like Gwen Stacy's still here. Um, because like his big thing is like manipulation. Mm-hmm. Like he just manipulates people, basically. Exactly. Um, and he's really good at it because he can seem like the good guy in it, and so like that's just really interesting. Um. Well, That'd be cool say? if they... He could also, like, uh, not know... Like, would it be interesting if he didn't know who Peter Parker was? That'd be kind of interesting. He should know, though. Because he's only erased... At least from what I know in the spell, he's only erased from that timeline. But that wouldn't make sense, though, because then how would all the people in the... T- like, how would... How would Green Goblin and stuff like that that come from other timelines then disappear? Like, how would the spell fix that, then? I don't know. But that would also mean that Andrew Garfield went... And, and, and um, Toby McGuire went back to a world where... <laughs> no one knew who Peter Parker was. That's true. But, like, that is a very real possibility. Though. Yeah. Because, like, that is how they got sent home. So, like, if they're going to... F- like bring it out to completion like that's what has to happen so in a real sense they probably won't show up again honestly I doubt they will which is fine we got what we asked for that's true I'm, I'm okay with that honestly yeah I'm perfectly okay with it but I do think they have to find some way to bring Peter back into the memory of MJ and, and Ned, Ned you know or I don't know how they're planning to do what that what if but. they didn't do it to Ned and in college, Ned becomes the Hobgoblin because he just hates Peter Parker. That could be interesting. Yeah. Honestly, there's a lot of possibilities with Spider-Man. I think that's one of the reasons I want to see what they're going to do with him because I'm just like, they need to do something. Yeah. All in all, like they've got, they're in a really good place, you know? The thing that's going to be interesting is... You see this in comics as well mm-hmm. throughout the years. Like if you go back and read comics, and I used to have a good buddy that like he grew up in that time frame, so like he like actually has the original. It's it's really cool. Mm, yeah. But um, he talked about it to me one time. He's like, the way it works is like the Marvel universe gets so big, and they start expanding on all these huge things, and and it gets really really busy. And then what they always do in the comics is they'll have some huge cataclysmic event that just destroys everything Mm -hmm. and kind of wipes the playing field and starts back at ground zero. Yeah. And that continues, that's a cycle throughout comics. So I'm wondering how much longer they have in the MCU before that happens, you know? I feel like, I feel like maybe this would be that time. Because, like, like we know, they're starting, like, the younger Avengers type thing. So what if... Because Kang Dynasty is still, like, two and a half years off. Mm-hmm. Like, that gives us enough time for those Avengers to kind of, like, age up a little bit. Yeah. kind of, like, where, where you first start with Iron Man, like, in his 30s or whatever. Right. And so, like, 
that gives them enough time to age and like mature a little bit to where they could just be like a new Avengers type thing. Mm-hmm. Like Siri will be older, you know, that Ironheart character will be older. Um, what they have Cassie, um, I don't know, young Hawkeye, basically, uh, whatever her face was, Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, who else they have? I mean, you have Sam Wilson, and I think the reason I think Sam Wilson will be the next leader is because like someone still has to be the leader for those young Avengers, and I think I see his character staying around. Yeah, I see, I see him and. Um, the Winter Soldier sticking around for a while. You could also make it Peter Parker. You know, that's true. Tom Collins is also pretty young, mm-hmm. but he's he seems like he's older than the other young Avengers. That's true. And, and you could really pull into that. He was part of the original team. I mean, he was technically. I yeah. mean, um, I mean, like not Loki team, but like right. I mean, Civil. I mean, Civil War was his first movie. So yeah. Um, well, he fought Thanos. That, yeah, he that's did. really he fought, what matters. That's that. That is what matters because, like, that was technically like who was pulling the strings the whole time. Right. Um, so I'm really, I'm excited to see what they do with that. So that might be like King Dynasty might just be where they kind of wipe everything off because, like, right now it's kind of hard to remember where everything's at. Right. And you do need a reset, especially if you're going to be bringing in more characters. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be bringing in the Fantastic Four. You're going to be bringing in mutants and things like that. You know. But I think, like, it was good to see Ant-Man and see that they still have it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they can make a movie that's like, ooh, there's more to this and I want to watch it. Uh-huh. Because the last few movies that they've made haven't been that way. They've been good movies. Like, I had no qualms with Love and Thunder. Like, was it my favorite? No. Was it good? Yeah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, I also really like Christian Bale, so just seeing him on screen was awesome. But always good. Always good. But I think like getting seeing Ant Man again was like this is why I like Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like getting okay. That's this is why. Well, and it proves it proves Twitter. that like they can do natural humor too, right? Without like forcing anything. Because the problem with like Guardi- Guardians Two felt really forced. That mm-hmm. was like the first one where the humor felt super forced. Uh, I remember like seeing that in 2017, and like people would just be like. It was good, but it wasn't as good as the first one because the first one was just naturally funny. Yeah. And, like, the second one, you have, like, Drax, like, making, Drax making, like, a joke out of everything. And it's just, like, after a while, it's like, I don't like this bit anymore. I think the whole thing that they've learned with the Guardians, and you saw some of this in Love and Thunder when we had the little snippet, is you almost just have to let those characters be themselves. Oh, yeah. Like, just let Chris Pratt do his thing. And if you do that, the movie will flow really well and be really good. Because, yeah. like, the whole part where um, Chris was talking to Thor and was like, family, you know? And Thor's just trying to, like, slide into the screen. And, and Chris just, like, that was so natural. You Like, that was just Chris being himself. I like the, the part in the trailer for Guardians 3 when, like... Gamora's like the person you're describing sounds more like her. Yes. She's like I've never noticed how black your eyes are. That was hilarious. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, like I'm he picked sorry, a good set. set. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm interested to see what that what happens with that because like G- Gamora's coming back, so that'll be interesting. Like, how do they get her back? You know. Um, and like, is she back back or is it like is it like end game back? You know, right. like she was in it. But, like, you had to go back to her timeline, basically. Right. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Which, did she get erased then? 
from the. I don't think so. I'm thinking about more questions than. I just need to stop. I think it's one of those things because, again, we only have so much screen time that it's like, this is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. We don't really have time to sit there and, and try to, you know, unpack things and really dive into it, you know, as much as you can with, like, a comic series, you know? Right. I think the problem I always, like, run into is I forget, like, that in uh, in Endgame, they're just traveling back in time. And I think I always get it confused with them packing into a different timeline. Right. And so, like, I think that's where I usually get confused. Yeah, because it was the same timeline. Right. Just back in Because time. at that point, the original Kang hadn't been killed off yet. Right. The only the only thing that we talk here when we hear about timelines is technically the small amount of time that they had the Infinity Stones and took them back to the future technically branched and created branch timelines because the... Um, well, they killed. Well, they had to branch Loki or uh, erase Loki, and that's what started the Loki show. Right. Pruno, I guess, because he got the because uh, he because he, he stole yeah. the Tesseract and he never brought it back. Right. But they did bring it back, clipping the branches. So they clipped the branches themselves. Exactly. That's interesting. Yep, because Bruce talks about that a little. Because they didn't have any incursions. Hmm. Because Bruce talks about that a little bit. Yeah, he does. And he's like, if we come back to this exact moment in time and put it back, it's like it never happened. Right, right. That's so. And so then Loki would just live out the same thing. That's so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much to think about. Uh, did we finish talking about what we didn't like about this movie? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it could have been longer. That's essentially what it boils down to. Yeah. Uh, I thought, I thought the thing with her just being in. I thought when she went to jail, when Cassie went to jail, it's gonna be something more, like she stole something, not just like oh I was trying to stop like a, a raid no. in the park. Like I was just like really like, I don't know. It just yeah. kind of felt like okay, like whatever. Well, I think she's. I think they're trying to portray this thing with her. That she she's gonna be the person that's gonna be very head forward, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because if you see the whole thing that's happening, like with her and why she got arrested and what happened in the quantum realm, it's this idea of like Cassie is like I'm gonna go like they need help I'm gonna just go help and and her dad is like there's there's so many more consequences you need to think about mm-hmm. kind of like where Spider Man was in the, in the first movie right Homecoming. Right. Like, he just did not think about anything, and he just was like, I'm just going to do it. Exactly. And it's like, you got to think, like, there's consequences to these things. And you may be thinking you're helping, but you could be making the problem worse by doing other stuff. And so I think they're trying to kind of give her that character shape, because she still had that at the end of Mm -hmm. Batman. Like, she still has that mentality of, I'm going to help no matter what, you know. And I could easily see her getting into a situation where she thought she was helping and she ends up making it worse. And then she finally realizes, mm-hmm. okay, you know. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> Super small note, there's venom in this in this world now, too. Yeah. I'm, he got pulled in. I'm really interested to see what they do with that, though. Yeah. Because, like, they haven't said anything. Nothing. They just, they literally just, like, made that end trailer or whatever. Or they dropped clip. him. And then there's, like, oh. We forgot about him. Because they even made that... When did the second movie come out? That one came out in 2021? I don't even remember. 
It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't good. No. But like, I remember it coming out, and I think it was 2021 because at that point I moved back to Louisville um, because I remember my friends going to see it. So it came out before because the end credit scene was for No Way Home for that movie. Yeah. Because he went into the their universe. Um, yeah. I'm. I don't know. I don't think he's in Andrew Garfield's, unfortunately. But I'm also like, they just haven't said anything, and they didn't make any announcements for like that's the thing is like, they haven't made any announcements for Spider-Man or Venom, so they're not going to make a solo movie, Mm-mm. because they have done stuff for Deadpool, even though like, it's still a little ways out. That's gonna be good. It will be good. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Those two on the screen. It's gonna be so funny. It will be like. I just love their banter off screen too. Like when you just see one of them post a YouTube video about the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he said. I think he made like Ryan Reynolds a uh, birthday video once. <laughs> it was hilarious, um, uh, but they're really good. Um, I'm excited because I thought. I mean, we both thought. We all thought Wolverine was gone. Yeah. So. I love that. Yeah, they have such a friendship outside of the, like the acting world like they're just good enough friends that i feel like that was almost a personal favor like ryan was like hey what do you think like would you be willing to do this if it was less of a mm-hmm. you know i need to be in perfect shape for wolverine well because it also felt like when you watch those x-men movies mm-hmm. like hugh jackman's carrying that on his back the whole oh. time like the only reason i watch those now is if i'm like i want to see hugh jackman at his best yeah exactly but he's talked about it in interviews and the reason he's being done is just the physical toll mm-hmm. because he talked about like when you work out to like get in shape for Wolverine, it's not just like getting jacked and getting swole. Yeah. Like, there's a certain way you have to eat and like make your muscles shape to like intentionally look the way he does. Oh, yeah. And he's like, that's so stressful and like not healthy to do. And he's like, I can't do it anymore. So I think it's going to be cool to see him in more of a like... A dad, a dad figure. Yeah, you know, because I really feel like that's what he's gonna be more of a like a. I don't know. He's just gonna be like more of a dad figure. I feel like. I hope. I think they should probably still keep him serious, like where he's always angry and like wanting to fight, and then you know there's Deadpool being Deadpool. But also, I think one of the things I like about him is like he also just doesn't do things out of the blue. He's kind of smart about it. Oh, yeah. Like, if he goes and does something, he does it. Like, he'll always do it because he's invincible. But, like, he he always thinks about... Because he's been in war. So, like, he's had to think about it. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. I'm really excited he's coming back. Yeah, it's going to be good. I was really sad. And I think they tease... Like, I think... I heard a lot of people say that they teased in the second Deadpool when he was like, Hey, you're going to get a call from Ryan Reynolds in, like, a couple years um, to play Wolverine. And you just got to say yes or something like that. Because he tells him, like, you're going to hang up the claws. Like, it's in the Wolverine origin movie when Deadpool goes back in time and, like, kills himself, basically, (laughs) for playing the really bad version of Wade Wilson. Yeah. Um, He's like, hey, like, you're going to hang up the claws in a couple years. Like, if you get a call from your friend Wade, like, pick up, answer, and, like, answer the call, basically. (laughs) Like... You just gotta come back. <laughs> and so they, they said like, oh, this is them teasing that thing, which I really, I didn't know if that would be a thing because I mean, at that point, Logan had already come out, but yeah. it's still, I'm still happy it's coming out. 
And with the with the the mutants getting introduced, what I'm curious to see, and I'm sure what I, I know what the answer is, but just out of curiosity, like, are they going to start with a whole new team of yeah. Wolverine and Professor X and all these guys, or are they going to try that, to go off of the girl? You know, but I know technically that's a different universe, so they could go either way. Well, another question that I had because I know. Well, like, I'm wondering who they're going to cast for the Fantastic Four. Right. Because I don't think they're sticking with what's his face. (laughs) That would be funny, though. That would be really funny. What if he played Reed Richards? (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome, but there's no way he will. But I don't think they're sticking with John Krasinski for Fantastic Four. Which really sucks, because he did, for the small amount of screen time he had... I liked it. He did a good job as... as I thought they, they did a really good job keeping that under wraps, too. Yeah. Um... Obviously, like, it was kind of sad to see him get ripped apart. Right. (laughs) Uh, At the same time, I was like, man, knowing he's not going to be, like, the head guy, like, head for Reed Richards was kind of, like, sad. Because he kind of looks like him. Yeah. He would do a really good job. I don't think they will, which is, again, sad. But, you know, Marvel's doing a good job. They're keeping most of their stuff under wraps. I think they're playing off of the whole secrecy thing, right? The whole concept of you don't know what's happening. Right. And we we want you to be that way, mm-hmm. you know. So that's kind of cool. And that kind of makes you interested when they release something like Quantum Mania, where it's like something big is happening, and you have to see this movie in order to understand it. Because like, if you skip Quantum Mania, right. even though it might seem like an Ant Man movie, because nothing really big has happened in the Ant Man movies, right? Um, besides, like, I mean. <laughs> If you want to say Darren going down to the quantum realm was big and setting up quantum mania, or like even the second <laughs> one, like Ghost hasn't come back. Right. So I don't know. It's just gonna be interesting, I think, to yeah. see what happens um, next. But I don't. I don't know. I'm. I think the biggest one I'm excited for is Loki. Uh, That's right gonna now. be really good. I think so. Owen Wilson, I think, is my favorite character in the MCU right now. I I really like Loki, and so. I'm curious, like, I'm excited to see him almost take a superhero role now, and, I mean, personal, personal wish, I don't think it'll ever happen, I'd love to see him lead the team, you know, just because he's been, like, he's fought Kane from the very, very beginning. Since we've known about him, at least, you know. Right, exactly. And so I'd love to see him, like, you know. Which, the way that that show, like, revealed him was really good, Oh, so awesome. Like... I can't imagine that going any... Like, I can imagine a different alternate thing for WandaVision. I can imagine a different alternate ending for, like, Captain America and the Winter... Like, in the Winter Soldier or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's the only movie that I really can't think of a better ending for. Yeah. It just was so good. It left you in a place of, like, I just need to keep watching this, basically. Right. Like, or, like, I need a but second season right now. <laughs> but you can. It's like, all right, yeah. You know, and to see him... And, you know, even just that small, that small statement at the end where, you know, he, he and Mobius are together. Uh-huh. And he's like, that guy? Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's all that. And Loki just has this, like, genuine look of fear. And it's interesting because, like, I remember hearing something or maybe watching something on YouTube where it's like, he didn't really even fear Thanos, really. Even though he's the one that killed him, like, he was basically, like, he was basically buddy-buddy with Thanos. Like, Thanos gave him power, right? And then, like, 
he never really looked down upon Thanos, but like you can definitely tell like there's like he knows there's a different level to Kang that he just because like Thanos is like just a being, but now that there's like there's like the multiverse and the, like he really jarred him up in that ending like yeah oh my gosh yeah it was like the first thing Loki's come across that that really confused him mm-hmm. you know and he is the god of mischief and confusion so I think having that happen to him was like a and I think we saw him struggle with that like when they were trying to figure out if they should kill him or not yeah cause like Loki at first wanted to kill him like when he even like when they were going to the castle but then when they met him like you see him change like really quickly and it just that's interesting I think another thing or another reason it's interesting is because like Kang and Loki kind of seem like the same person because they're kind of like they can either be an anti-hero or like just a bad person yeah and so it's just kind of interesting to see that yep so I don't know personal personal wish is that he comes to lead the team and like is an integral role and I think he'll play an important part I don't know if you know, it really depends on how they're planning to set up that final fight scene. I think right? if they do that, though, he's going to die. Yeah. Well, he's getting, I think, near the end of his tenure as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's been, I mean, he's been there since Avengers, you know, and so... Oh, he's been there since Thor. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So... So he's been there for a while, you 14 know? years almost, yeah. And so I could, you know, easily see that happening. But I think it's going to depend on how they want to set up that end fight scene. So you remember how in Endgame... Well, it's got to be bigger than Endgame, too. Like, that's the thing. Oh, of course. Like, Endgame... But if you remember in Endgame, almost, like, every, every portal was was a section of fighters. So if they're going to set it up in some kind of way like that, you know, I could see, like, him and Mobius coming with a bunch of, you know, like, TVA people, you know, that, like, they're here to fight as well. But I don't know how they're planning on setting it up where all of the heroes meet in one place to fight him, mm-hmm. you know? Or if that's even going to happen. Maybe the Coliseum you know? of Quantumania, like that Coliseum of old kings. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Or maybe it won't happen like that. Maybe it's more of a thing of, like, we have to go, like, different groups of people have to go fight different kings. And different kings have there's, different, There's just so much know? now. <laughs> right? You know? Because that, that's another thing you could do is set it up to where like you know how they did where there was different groups that had to go get different stones mm-hmm. do that but a little bit longer time where different groups had to go fight different kings which there, also we know there's three like, big leader kings right right so well then like you have like the two other kings so you have like the one who remains or he who remains and then you have king the conqueror so like and then there's also still the question of like why are they afraid of king the conqueror and like then you have so I have to ask the question like really who is the one who remains because like they answered it and like they kind of have like you know there's still an unknown of like how does that fit into what's happening right now right because you don't really see like oh like they're rising up basically so I yeah. don't know it's very interesting it is exciting exciting yeah I hope we get to see it <laughs> same oh my gosh so I guess now the rating of the movie, uh, I kind of put it, when I first watched it, I said like a 6.5. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's gotten better each time I've watched it. Honestly, the dialogue didn't bother me, which that is like people's biggest thing. I was like, 
<laughs> I don't really, it didn't really bother me that much. I just was happy there was a movie that was actually good. And that, I put it at like a 7 out of 10. And that, not necessarily because it's like my favorite movie, but because it was a much needed movie in the time that like we're at right now. Like mm-hmm. the movies that were before just weren't really adding to anything and were just kind of like there. And I, and I think... I think everyone knew that. They were just mm-hmm. fillers, you know? Right. Like, you can't expect them to just well, come even up with like, something as amazing as, you know, this past, what, 10 to 15 year storyline. So, I get it. But because of that, Quantumania is like a seven because it's like, oh my yeah. gosh, thank you. Like, and, that's what I, and that's what I think I'll put it at right now is like, this, especially today, I was like, man, I really like this movie. I enjoy it a lot. And like, you see. You see about equal amount of time of everybody. Like, the one biggest thing that I was super upset about, and I didn't realize this till after the movie, was that Luis wasn't in it. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, imagine if Luis was there. And then him, <laughs> what if What if he tells, like, the regular Avengers about Kang? Like, seeing a story of Luis... Talking about Kang would be hilarious. Dude, like to with me. the backstories like he had with the truth serum. <laughs> yeah. And that's I just it is. I really oh, want to see that. So I was kinda sad that he wasn't in there. Um because like obviously like when you think of Ant Man, like the first Ant Man, like he was the biggest, like one of the biggest parts about it. I mean I get you have like comedic relief with like Darren. Yeah. But like I don't know. Just he, different with that Lucas, yeah. 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 Yeah, it would have been nice to have him. I'd love to see them at some point. Because he makes this small comment in Ant-Man 2 where he's like, I'd love to have a suit one day, you know, with special powers. And then he's like, it doesn't even have to have powers. I just like a suit. <laughs> and I'd love to see them, like, give him a suit. Almost as a thing of, like, we have no other choice. Like, so, like, okay, Luis, like, What if, like, Paul Rudd dies and, like, he has to come and be Ant-Man? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be so sad. It'd be sad, but kind of funny at the same time. Like, if you want to kill off Paul Rudd, like, in a good way, that's how you'd have to do it. (laughs) Luis is the next Ant-Man. Yeah, forget Cassie. Well, we know know Cassie's going to be, you know, there. So we don't really have to worry about her character. Like, who's going to be, like, the generic, like, red Ant-Man? No, no, no. What if Cassie is the next, like, Ant-Man or woman? And then Luis is the wasp. (laughs) And he gets the wings. And the blasters. And the blasters. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So Hope dies and he becomes a wasp. And it's Cassie and Luis. One thing I really did like about this movie is that they gave, like, they gave Hope and, like, Paul, or, like, I keep calling Paul, but Scott, like, a, like, a, a good relationship. Like, it's not like someone dies. Or, like, you don't have Captain America's jumping timelines to get to Peggy. Like, they just have, like, a a solid, like, relationship in the thing. And, like, no one's died. And, like, it's just, it's really nice to see. It brings, like, a kind of peace of mind. Because, like, everyone is, like, either fighting, like, with their, like, significant others. Like, Tony Stark and Pepper Potts is always just, like, it's a good dynamic. The only one that isn't is Hawkeye and his wife, you know. Right. But, like, they don't even really talk about his wife a ton. Um, but they do that intentionally. Hawkeye's always said, like, my, right. my wife and kids stay separate. Right, right. Well, that's kind of like the deal is like, hey, like, if they're involved, like, I don't, I, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And then you also have to think about, like, when he got out of prison from Civil War, like, 
He just didn't have a desire to. So, yeah. But I was kind of happy about that. <laughs> kind of like a peace of mind type thing. Yep. They're good. Yeah. They're good. They have good chemistry on screen, too. What's also kind of interesting is <laughs> I read this that apparently Paul Rudd and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer had a relationship at one point. <laughs> and I was like, this is kind of awkward. Like, <laughs> you see him on screen with, like, a different woman. Yeah. And, like, he's dated one of the co-stars. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of weird. Because he's also, like, he's, he's upper 50s, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's so weird. Yeah. This movie was a 7. I thought it was good. I liked it. I don't know. I think the Marvels is what comes out next, movie-wise. What? Oh, no. Guardians. Guardians comes out first. Guardians comes out next, yeah. That should be good. I think so. I don't think Drax. Well, I mean, Drax probably. I wonder if they'll just wipe them all out. <laughs> I think they're gonna wipe out a quite a few. I think that was they're alluding to it. You see the scene in the trailer where they're carrying Chris Pratt by himself, and I I don't feel like they're gonna be that that blunt and just being like, "Hey, he dies." But because you're also getting Adam Warlock, and he could lead the Guardians. Yeah. Um, and I think Drax is, I think the guy that plays Drax so whatever his name is Dave something rather mm-hmm. I think he said he's done yeah um, and that's the thing like these guys have been doing it for so long that like you know it totally makes sense like mm-hmm. they're, they're having to create movies to end these characters you know mm-hmm. I don't think Rocket's gonna make it no um, I don't, I'm really interested to see what they do with Gamora like I said before but at the same time, like I think I see Nebula staying around. Um, Groot obviously is probably gonna stay around. Yeah, you can't kill him. You can't kill <laughs> he him. Just, and he's he CGI, and you can get a voice actor. Yeah. Plus, I don't think. I mean, Vin Diesel is kind of like I'm gonna do ten movies, and well, that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I really just don't see him leaving that. Oh, especially. that's his new family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they talked about family in Ant Man, I was like. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Dude, there also, was a trailer for no, it. So it, that it. trailer is like four minutes long. Did I you know, know that? It was ridiculous. So I showed Daniel the first Fast and Furious movie. Which is I the only Fast and Furious I didn't, movie you need to watch. Yeah. And I didn't tell him that there was like nine of these movies. I didn't. I only watched the first one with him and I was like, yep, this is it. Like, this is the movie that you need to watch. This is it. Yep. And then he saw the thing and he was like, what? There's another one? And then he saw us like the 10th one and I was like... <laughs> Surprise, buddy. They're all so bad though. Only that first one is like... I liked... Uh, the only one that I liked maybe a little bit better than the first one because like the movie quality with the first one was terrible was yeah. like the fourth one. I, I liked the fourth the one. First. That's the only one. I, and I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> the seventh one was like a good tribute to Paul... Whatever his face was. Yes, I, I respect the tribute, the tribute, but but like other than that, like the eighth movie's bad. Nine was terrible. I literally watched it just to see how bad it was. <laughs> Me and my friend we just went to the theater and we're like we're just gonna watch and see how bad it was. It was literally like probably the worst movie I've seen ever because it was literally it was literally nonstop action from minute two to end. As the Fast and Furious movie should be. It was very furious. <laughs> Not that fast though. It was actually pretty. It long. was pretty slow. <laughs> well, because like the 
they had to add like a backstory about his dad. Yeah. So like the first two minutes was like that, and that was, and then like you show up and like uh, it's Dominic Trello and then that one girl, yeah. her face, I don't know, and like little Brian, and like <laughs> you have basically like someone. I think it was, I don't remember if it was like Mister Nobody or whatever, rolls up to their house and of course has this huge thing. He's like, this guy's coming, whatever. He's come back, and we have to destroy him, basically. <laughs> and then, from there on, it's not stop. It's amazing. He's like, how... I've got to get a crew. <laughs> He's like, I already have one. It's amazing how much, like, after every Fast and Furious movie, you think, wow, there's no way they're going to be able to top off, like, whatever ridiculous stunt that they come up with on this. I'm... And they always somehow find a way to go, how can we make it more ridiculous? <laughs> They went into outer space in the last one. Oh. With a car. Maybe they're going to go to the quantum realm. Hopefully. <laughs> That's how Kane gets out. Ben lets him out. In the car. Ben Diesel. Because he's Groot. <laughs> I can't imagine. That'd be terrible. Um, yeah, I don't... I'm not going to see this movie. Uh, I heard originally it was supposed to be a two-parter. Oh my God. Which would be even funnier. <laughs> Because it's like, yes, it's the end, but there's another that, movie. Do you make that Fast and Furious 10 and 11, or do you make that no, Fast it's part and Furious one, it's part two. 10A and 10B? 10, the <laughs> X.1. X.1. Oh my gosh. It'd be so bad. I'd like to see Vin Diesel be a Marvel character. Not a main, not an important one, but just in the. What in if he MCU. just? What if he just played Dominic Toretto though? It'd be funny. He just has a pipe. The main thing that I want to see though is I'd love to see Vin Diesel have an interaction as a Marvel character with Groot. So he's basically having to talk to. Him, well, so. the good thing about that is, is you don't even have to. I mean, you have to green screen it because of like. Right. Te, uh, he's he's a CGI character, but like, he can be there and play that role. Exactly. Like it won't look weird. Exactly. Because that's, he's literally CGI. That's like the he best does part. his lines before. And he can make fun of Groot and be like, I hate your voice. He cuts him down. It's, it's like, I hate your voice. It sounds horrible. He cuts him down with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, I'll, I'll probably watch it at some point. I don't know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't like Fast Furious movies. Just the first one, that's all. I really liked the ending of the fifth one. But, like, literally everything else was bad about that movie. I don't know. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> there it uh, is. There's an Ant-Man uh, kind of a little... I mean, there's so much we could talk about other than MCU. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could do, like, a top five list really quickly if you want. All right, let's do... We can do that. You can do yours, and then I'll do mine, because I know they're not going to be the same. <laughs> okay. They'll probably be pretty similar. Top five... And you can't make any comments, like, I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, if you list Black Panther in your top five, I'm going to make a comment about it. You just, it's got to be, you know, this is your list. I can't, okay, well, top five, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Okay. For sure. Number one or number five? I think it's number one. Okay. I really do. It's fine. I mean, Doctor Strange in that movie was even really good. Yeah. Well, I'm just such a Spider-Man fan that, like... He's always been my favorite superhero, so to see that, like, oh my gosh. So, it's more nostalgic, I think, than it is, like, that's actually what's going on. Well, that's what they were going for. 
And so, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Um, I'm going to say Infinity War. I'm not going to say Endgame. I loved Endgame, but Infinity War just set it up so I would, I would actually out. agree with that. I liked... I liked when I watched Infinity War in the theater, I was like, this is a really good yeah, movie. Yeah, it was so good. And, like, you could end... You wouldn't have to have an Endgame movie for that one. Like, it was just good on its own. Yeah, it was. So, um... So, I loved... I loved that movie. That was really good. Um... That's so hard. Um, Civil War, I really like Civil War, but that's I, that's because it showed more of a internal thing, and like these are real humans. With I also own. just like watching them fight. Yes, I like the huge airplane scene fight. Right. Also, again, I'm a Spider-Man fan, so that's when we first jump start for Spider-Man. That's, yeah. that's when we first see him, and he nailed the role. Just nailed it. So I love that. That, one. that was like, yeah, you saw Tom Holland, and it's like, yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be good or not, because you, you didn't know it right. at that point. And then you saw it, and it was like, yeah, he's perfect <laughs> for this role. Yeah. And then um, the original Avengers, because that was like I tell people all the time, like that is such a landmark in cinematic history. Oh yeah. Like no one had ever done anything like what Marvel had done at that point. At yeah. that point in the in. In, in movie making history and so that I mean plus it's just a good movie but it I think it's just awesome and then when DC tried to do it like a couple years and later it was just, terrible yeah, and then I think the original Iron Man because just the way that they introduced you know technically there was the, the Hulk movie beforehand right. you know and I mean it's alright but like seeing Iron Man for the first time it was just like really fun and really cool and then learning that like oh like there's more to this story it's not just a you know because before then we the only thing we had had that was like somewhat long of a movie series was like the Dark Knight trilogy Mm -hmm. you know Um, well and you had like Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 like the original so you had like trilogies and things like that but it always stayed like Spider-Man story Batman story. Well, even with X Men, yeah. I guess too at that point. Yeah. Because X Men had three movies in the early two thousands, and yeah. then like right around twenty twelve is when they started making like the first class, and then like the prequels, I guess. Yeah. Which were. <laughs> so Days of Future Past is good, but anyways. Because so, it has Hugh Jackman. <laughs> so that's probably the. That's my top five, I think. Yeah, I think. My first one is obviously the, the Winter Soldier. I'm just a huge Captain America fan. Yeah. Um, and if you ever come over to my house, you'll see that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a Captain America fan all the way. Uh, I just really like the Winter Soldier. I didn't see it in the theater. Like, around that time is when I first started to go see the. I think the first one I saw in the theaters was uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. But I really... Like, I remember watching the trailers for... Like the Winter Soldier and really wanting to go see it, yeah. but I didn't like still fully understand like how the MCU worked at MCU worked at that point. Um, so I was kind of like, I don't know how it works. I just don't really want to watch it. I really wish I could have saw that one in theaters because yeah. like I think if I would have saw that one in theaters, I probably would have went and saw it like five times. <laughs> um, which is funny because I think I saw Civil War like four times. So um, I I would say. Winter Soldier was my first. Um, I would say Infinity War is my second. It's just a good movie. Uh, like I enjoy that whole thing. Yep. It's not too slow. It's not too fast. 
you you really start to see like them come together as like the big Avengers team. Like you have Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. uh, with Iron Man. That's kind of funny, like to see how they work um, with Doctor Strange. Like you see Doctor Strange and Iron Man interact, so that's kind of interesting. Which I kind of like to see Doctor Strange become more of a mentor to Spider Man um, because of that. Like they were all three in space at the same time, so yep. like. Doctor Strange kind of saw what Spider-Man went through, um, especially when he died, and so that'd kind of be interesting to see. Um, so Infinity War, probably Civil War, probably the one I've seen the most, and I just like it. It's it's, it's just interesting. Like, I wouldn't say anything different from what you said. I liked the end fight a lot better. I thought you saw like a lot of, again, personal things, but then they also patched it up really nicely like in the end game movie so like to see that like come to a close was really cool like yeah. especially when Captain America and Iron Man went to like the base like Captain America base or whatever yeah. like that whole scene was just really good and like to see um, and it made me happy so yeah um, yeah so that's three um, this is kind of like where it kind of gets hard I am an Ant-Man fan, so I liked the first Ant-Man. That's probably, like, my... If I want to watch a movie that is, like... It's kind of superhero-y, but also just kind of, like, a fun movie to watch. That's yeah. one I'm going to watch. Because um, it also still has a good story, and it, but it's not, like, super intense. Um, so that's number four. And then number five... Hmm, number five... I really liked Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. That was good. Uh, I like, I liked Tom Holland and Zendaya's like energy that they had. Um, Happy was really good in that movie. Uh, it was a really good follow-up to Endgame, um, and it it was still kind of like a Spider-Man, like it's kind of like a trade-off between Spider-Man and Iron Man's villains, because like you know. There's that big thing where it's like Iron Man villains are technically the Spider-Man villains or whatever. Yeah. But like at the same time, like, or they fight him because of what Iron Man has done. Right. Um, but I thought it was a really good trade-off. Like, we see Spider-Man become more of an individual instead of like a intern for Mr. Right. Stark. Yeah. He figures out how to do it himself. Yeah. And so, the, and like also the scene where like Happy is with him and he's like making his own suit was just like, oh my gosh, let's go. And yeah. That's like when you really saw him like, oh, is he the next Iron Man type thing? Which again would like play into him being a leader. Yeah. Even though like Captain America was listed leader, like you could tell like, I mean, Iron Man was obviously. On a, and off the screen. Yeah. You know, Robert Downey Jr. was the leader of the, I mean, he. Every one of them will admit to that. Like, he brought the team together and uh-huh. really just made them bond and connect. And so, like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, yes, Cap is the leader because he makes the calls and does right. the shots. But who tells Cap to make the shot? Yeah. Or, like, who brings that to his attention, you know? Right. Like, a lot of, like, I mean, who brought Age of Ultron? Like, Tony saw something. And even though it went bad, like, he still brought something up. And even right. though he didn't tell Captain America about it, like... But, I mean, that's how he's like, is, yeah, right? He's, he's like, like the guy. He's like, I've got a guy in the chair. <laughs> well, I mean, we've seen that since the very first Avengers movie, right? Like, they all meet up in the middle, in the city. Well, who gets them to come together in the city? It's it's Tony Stark, uh-huh. right? He's the one that's, like, asking, like, is Bruce here yet, you know? And it's like, Bruce? And he's like, okay, just let me know, you know? But we see in that little circle at the very, you know, like, Tony goes, your call, Cap. 
and it's like okay so Tony's really the one making the shots. Well, and but... I think even like you see that, uh, it, like when they're on the helicarrier, like helicarrier, like it's kind of funny how Iron Man and Captain America are like the ones that like you can tell they're mm-hmm. gonna butt heads this whole time because like they have different ideals and stuff, and like that's okay, but like you can definitely tell that they're both leaders. Um, like Captain America knows what to do in like a more military, strategic type thing. And Iron Man has like the stuff to give him the opportunity to win. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, you see that in Avengers, right? Put on the suit. Let's go a couple rounds. And yeah. then, you know, the, the ship blows up. It's like put on the suit. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of funny also because they have to go to like the same area and like even though they were fighting, they have to like go and work together. I know. Um, I also really liked how Agent like Coulson like brought them together too. Like, yeah. He kind of he good. saw he saw that sacrificing himself would like push them like give him a push yeah and that was just really interesting to see so Rip Agent Coulson Phil well, he technically lived I mean not can canonically or canonically oh, that's fair because I thought of, that show was canon no it wasn't oh. they didn't make it canon I think it was also just I never watched it I think I watched one episode and I was like mm. no that's about all you need to watch you need to know Coulson's alive. Someone yeah. out there is going to disagree with me. That's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. I, yeah, it's not canonic or canonically. Yeah, they'll listen to it on the podcast and be like, what a loser. That's funny. I don't, I don't have like, I that, that far too. reach. But <laughs> when you're crying yourself to sleep, I'm thinking about when I don't text you. <laughs> Why is he texting me? It's because they call me a loser on this podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been called many things before on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna repeat them. You have to listen to the podcast for them. But okay. <laughs> I just don't want to repeat them. <laughs> I don't know. I could get fired. I don't know. Maybe. Fired from Anyways. The podcast. No, I was talking about my job. Oh. <laughs> I still work and love Chick Fil A. <laughs> for the record, I still work at Sweetwater. Not after this podcast drops. <laughs> I get called in from my boss. All right. Anyways, I think that's the end. <laughs> okay. Unless you have something to add. Nope. Have, have a good one, everybody. <laughs> was it as odd as you thought it was gonna be? <laughs> was it what? Was it as odd as you thought it was gonna be? No. What do you think? What do you? I thought okay. it was gonna be. Exactly We're still this. on, but. <laughs> uh, have you listened to it before? Let's no. Go. I need podcast reviews. Michaela told me what to expect. What did she tell you? She said, it's just Isaac with his friends (laughs) talking about random things. It's funny because my one friend described it as, I like this podcast because it's just you having regular conversations. (laughs) My other friend (laughs) asked, or my mentor asked me like what it was about. And I looked at him and I was like, I don't really know. And then my friend looked at him and said, it's basically Isaac Gruber having a conversation and recording it. (laughs) And you don't really know what's going to (laughs) happen. Anyways, (laughs) this is, I'm signing off now. So this is, (laughs) I don't have any outros. This is going to be awkward. I'm signing off. If you want more, uh, like, I don't know, comment and subscribe. 
I'm still trying to figure out how to see my subscribers. But anyways, this is a real goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>